Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Friday. It's KHON to go. Now, Hawaii's most accurate weather with Kelly Simek. Aloha, everybody. Setting up to be a nice day today with strong trade winds, but winds not as strong as what we've been seeing the last couple of days. That wind advisory has been dropped as we're seeing the area of high pressure to the north of the state that's generating us our winds continuing to push a little bit further to the east. Now we have an approaching cold front, and as that comes through, that's what's impacting the pressure gradient. So that's what's going to be gradually leading to weaker winds and as our winds gradually decline we're going to be looking at winds up to about 25 miles an hour today so still strong definitely still breezy but weaker than yesterday and then tomorrow winds up to about 20 miles an hour and then on Sunday they're completely gone as the light and variable wind pattern takes over and actually that starts to take over late Saturday and then we'll continue through Sunday but then that front it stalls and weakens near Kauai on Monday and that's going to be allowing for the light return of our trade winds so they're briefly leaving us but at least we had the last couple of days of very comfortable conditions it was really nice but along with our trade winds came plenty of trade showers and yesterday was a bit drier this morning we're starting out with plenty of the rainfall. Actually, let's back that up one sec because take a look at all of the offshore showers that are being pulled on shore right now. And now it's nothing heavy. We're not seeing those yellows or oranges or reds in there, but the light widespread rainfall is definitely moving through. And as you can see, that's pretty much taken over all of East Oahu. And we're seeing some showers moving through for the North Shore, West Side. And we've been seeing the spotty showers windward and leeward through the morning hours for each island. So that's what we're dealing with right now. But as the day progresses, we're also going to be dealing with plenty of sunshine. Now here's a look at future satellite and radar. And as I play this through Friday, Saturday, Take a look at that. Saturday, we start to see that slight shift in our winds. It actually looks like even a little bit of a southeasterly component, but definitely the variability in the wind speeds with those winds coming in in all different directions. So this is Sunday. See the variability right there? That's what we're going to be dealing with all of Sunday. And then that front right there that's approaching stalls out weekends and again things are going to be looking very very nice in the coming days all right so we do have some advisories we do still have a high surf advisory for our east facing shores i'll have your surf forecast coming up in just a bit and then boater small craft advisory posted but again that wind advisory has been canceled so for the next couple of days winds gradually easing off but the good news is look at those weather icons though at least mostly sunny skies in the forecast through the rest of the forecast period trades starting to return on monday uh, but the variability going to be sunday into the start of monday and then we'll start to see those northeast winds build back. All eyes will be on Kauai later today as an Idaho mother makes her first court appearance. Lori Vallow gained national attention for refusing to say where her two children are. Kauai police arrested Vallow, known as Lori Daybell, yesterday for failing to comply with court orders in Idaho. Authorities there have been demanding she tell them what happened to her children, 17-year-old Tylee Ryan and 7-year-old JJ Vallow. They have not been seen since September. Lori, tell me where the kids are. Yeah. Tell us where the kids are. Please, God, tell us where the kids are. You can't be compelled to give information to authorities, but you also can't give false information to authorities. And that seems to be part of what happened here, is that she gave false information about where the kids were. Vallow has also been charged with two felony counts of desertion and non-support of dependent children. For now, she's being held on a $5 million bond. We have a team heading to Kauai and will bring you the very latest as they happen. A church whose leader claims he is an angel of Jesus 
is now the biggest cluster of coronavirus in South Korea. A total of 152 cases have been found in the southeast city of Daegu and nearby areas since Wednesday. Most have been linked to the church where two recent services were attended by a previously confirmed patient. Little is still known about that patient except that the woman in her early 60s had no recent record of overseas travel. In Japan, the last cruise ship passengers who tested negative for the coronavirus have now left the Diamond Princess cruise ship. It comes as the White House is now discouraging Americans to take cruise ships, specifically in and around China and Japan. Hawaii Lieutenant Governor Josh Green says it's because officials cannot guarantee they'll be able to get passengers off safely based on quarantine rules. Green says he agrees with the move and believes what happened on the Diamond Princess was a nightmare. I encouraged the CDC and the White House personally to get everyone off those ships and just tear the bandage off, start the 14-day quarantine, get people home because it was becoming a uh, repetitive, infectious vehicle. So people were getting infected and then there'd be a few days of quarantine and then someone else got infected and you had to start over. Green says the White House statement does not impact the inter-island cruise ships that come here. He says many who go on cruise ships are over the age of 80. That age group has high mortality rates for the coronavirus. Meanwhile, Hawaii Senator Brian Schatz is applauding the efforts of local and state health officials in their quick response to keep the coronavirus outbreak out of Hawaii. But he is criticizing the federal government, saying communication between state and federal officials needs to improve. They haven't communicated with our state officials. Our airport manager at Honolulu Airport didn't know that we were one of the ports of entry until a press release was sent and then was sent scrambling to try to figure out what that would actually mean. So the communication with state officials has been very, very poor. He is also calling on the Trump administration to reverse a proposal to cut the CDC's budget by 9% in the next fiscal year. And we'll keep following the latest developments on the coronavirus outbreak here on air and online at KHON2.com. A man convicted in an attempted murder case in Waianae is waking up in prison after being sentenced to two consecutive life sentences. The judgment against Brandon Lafonga, one of the strongest ever in state history. This was in September 2015 when he shot Kelly Stout four times. He threw him into a van and then drove to a store to get supplies to burn Stout's body. Stout managed to escape and drive himself to the hospital to get help. Lafonga's accomplice, Rainier Inez, will be sentenced on July 30th. He also faces a life sentence. Over on Hawaii Island, an update on the decommissioning of two telescopes on Mauna Kea. The University of Hawaii says the Caltech Submillimeter Observatory and UH Hilo's Hokukea telescopes are expected to be decommissioned by the year 2023. The Caltech telescope is the first in line with work scheduled to begin next year, then the Hokukea in early 2023. The decommissioning will include the removal of the dome, outbuildings, infrastructure, and the restoration of the site. A proposal to install red light cameras on our roads is moving forward. The measure would establish a three-year pilot program to photograph and ticket drivers running red lights. The House Finance Committee voted to approve the bill. 
It also establishes an account within the general fund in which the money from tickets would be used to pay for the program. The bill now goes to the full house for its third reading. Well, a major California university wants to make it easier for families to send their kids to school. The University of Southern California says it will begin offering free tuition to students from families earning less than $80,000 a year. The school's president also says USC will no longer count home ownership in the calculation that determines students' financial needs. The school is also adding about $30 million a year to its pot for financial aid awards. It costs just over $57,000 to attend USC full-time. And that was your morning news. Make sure to tune in right back here Monday morning at 7 a.m. It's everything you need to know with KJON to go.